0: Tiger fans, get ready for episode 150 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of every new episode. Apple Podcast users rate and review the show, and everyone follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. And Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love Jackson State University. This episode of Tiger Talk with the 1400 club is brought to you by Trent Walker, counselor at law, located in Jackson, Mississippi for criminal law, personal injury, family law, or workers comp. Visit TrentWalkerLaw.com or click on the link in the show notes. Joining me today is Mike B. What up, Mike? D. Corey, see what's going on, man? Not much, not much, man. And we also have with us a JSU super alum, super supporter, super insider, super fan. He may just be Superman. I'm talking about Ken Clark. Welcome back in, bro. (laughs) Hey, man. I appreciate that intro, man. Uh, Happy to be back (laughs) on, Corey. Hey, man. You know it's going to be a special episode (laughs) whenever Ken Clark graces us with his presence. So we are honored. (laughs) Appreciate it, man. <laughs> All right. Well, fellas, uh, another milestone for Tiger Talk. We are at 150 episodes. Mike B., I know you um, were there from the beginning. Uh, when we we wow. thought it when we first God, contemplated it. So did you did you imagine this 15 months ago when we said, let's start a podcast and see what I happens? I really
1: did, did not. Um, as I mentioned on the 100th episode, um, I just thought when we put it together, it would just be you know a bunch of guys talking GSU football, you know, about maybe once a month or so or something like that. But – us getting to to this level and what we've achieved in in such a short period of time. uh, I did not see that at all. I know you did as a visionary, you saw it, but man, it's it's great. It's great.
0: No doubt. Yeah,
2: man. I I, just to add to that. um, I don't think I knew exactly what it was going to be. I mean, I saw the enthusiasm, but 150 episodes, man, that's, that's, that's amazing, man. And it's, it's pretty awesome to see how it's kind of evolved into what it has and, Still going strong, man, pushing towards 200. Mm-hmm.
0: Stronger and stronger, growing by the day. And definitely want to thank, <laughs> thank everyone that, that that helps out making this thing happen. Uh, obviously, you know, Bishop and Neely, I think that goes without saying. Yeah. And uh, yeah. guys like Mike B, always DFW, down for whatever at the drop of a dime. And like I said, Ken Clark, you know making his cameo appearances throughout the year. We appreciate it. You guys are much appreciated. Yeah. It all helps the uh, cause. Pleasure's all mine, man, so mine. All right, our special guest today, he is no stranger to Jackson State football. Uh, He is as plugged in as anyone who doesn't have coach in front of their name. He is the head of equipment, Marquez Wallace. Welcome to Tiger Talk, Wes.
3: How you doing, y'all? How y'all doing? Good to be on. The plug. What's up,
0: man? How you doing? (laughs) Good to have you. The plug. The plug. (laughs) I know you can't plug everything, but we definitely go, gonna pick your brain and see what you can give away on okay. the show today. Okay, sounds good. Sounds all right. Good. All right. So, for those fans who aren't familiar with you, uh, tell us your role and what you do for the Jack State Football well, team. Well,
3: I am the current head of uh, football equipment manager. Uh, I'm a student, I, I oversee five, six other students. So, uh, we basically just run practices every day, manage practices, make sure all the equipment's out there, uh, help out. Um, uniforms, all that kind of stuff, equipment, and every, everything that has to do with making sure the boys are successful. So that's us behind the scenes.
2: Mm-hmm. That's pretty extensive, Marquez. Uh, like, because when you think equipment, I think most people only think of, like, uniforms. Yeah, like they operations. Yeah, it's good to, good to give that little intel uh, from as far as with practice. I don't think we really think about – just how much you guys do uh, from a day-to-day
3: standpoint. So
0: appreciate. Oh, yeah, sir. yeah. Sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talked about you know you oversee some students as well. I know you have an equipment team around you. So give them some shine on the show. Uh, who I was working with? Uh,
3: so I got uh GB. Um, he's a good guy. He works with us. Uh, he's there pretty much every well most of the time with me, and uh the rest of the guys uh have Jerry, uh Nia. Mariah and Lachelle. I also have Danny. She comes when she can, but she works a lot, so she's not there as much as she can be. But yeah, that's my team right there. Some pretty good, solid people. Uh, I love working with them. We have fun. We joke. Uh, like a little family. So really, the whole team is like a family. But yeah, yeah, it, it's like a little family. So it's always fun. It's always a good time. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, we see you guys all the time on Coach Prime social media. You talk about how much of a team it is, but, you know, we see you having lunch together, laughing, joking, really building what what appears to be a bond with one another. So talk about that relationship that you guys are building with Coach Prime and the team.
3: Well, um, I would say it's already been built. Um, He sees us like his family, like his kids. Uh, He talks to us, you know, like we're adults and stuff like that, so – Coach Prime has, like, many different, like, hats with us. He's coach. He's, like, a father. He's, like, a friend. He's, like, whatever we need. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, he's good at, like, just meeting people where they are and helping to, like, build them up. So And that's kind of what he did with us because, I mean, we didn't really have, like, a lot of leadership. Like, this is my first time being over equipment, so – He's been doing, like, a good job of, like, teaching me and helping me with certain things and showing me where to go and how to do certain things, how he wants them, because he has, like, a stand-up excellence for, like, everything he does. So it's pretty cool, like, being in that relationship with him and him getting to know us and us getting to know him and stuff like that. So it's it's been a nice little ride. And we haven't even gotten started yet, so. Right,
1: good, good. So the the Coach Prime that we see on Instagram and Twitter, that's, that's, that's him. That's him in real life, huh?
3: uh yeah yeah he 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 never changes he's always the same that's one thing i can say about him even though he has like different hats and he's like different in certain environments which he has to be he's always the same he's always the same person so it's kind of weird and crazy at the same time so
0: (laughs) (laughs) no doubt no doubt and a lot of work goes into what you guys do from what i understand uh, so walk us through a typical day for you all, especially during game.
3: Uh, so we usually get there about six in the morning. Uh, we eat breakfast at 630, um, make sure all the players got what they need uh, as far as like for practice, their practice uniforms, practice gear and stuff like that. Um, after we do that, we go out, we set up the practice for all the coaches for each coach position out there, um, get everything set up. Um, then we kind of relax and wait for everybody to come out and get ready for practice. Once they come out, we kind of set up, like, where the balls need to be. We mainly help out quarterbacks with, like, balls. Like, all the other positions, they have, like, maybe two or three balls, and they'll throw them uh, – the coaches will throw them to the players or, like, uh, strength guys will help out or whatever. But, uh, yeah, we usually mainly help, like, uh, quarterbacks and stuff like that. Um, hold the chains when they do situations and, you know, stuff like that. It's 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 a, It's a pretty – I say strenuous job. It's a lot to do. And it and it moves pretty quickly if you're not paying attention. So you could kind of mess up. Um, and then you don't want to mess up the guys too. So we kind of have to be on our Ps and Q's, especially with Coach Prime out there, because he'll get on us now. So
1: mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah,
3: it's 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 pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. It's been a learning experience for me. But I've loved it. It's been a good ride. So I won't have it any other way.
0: Absolutely. And uh, one of the biggest stories coming you know after Coach Prime's hiring. Uh, was the switch from Nike to Under Armour. A lot of talk amongst the fans about what the uniforms would look like, and we've already seen a variety of uniforms on display in just a handful of games. So what goes into that uniform selection? That's what the fans really want to know and, and wonder about, you know, the color combinations and things of that nature. Is is that a Coach Prime decision, or, or how, do you, how do you how does he go about
3: it? Uh, so what he does is he'll ask me to – Come, his, come in his office and lay out the uniform so what i do is i get a uniform for whatever the game is and depending on how i'm feeling because i try to gauge off like coach prime and like what he likes and how he likes to look and how he wants the players to look you know he wants to look good all the time so um so i go in and lay out a uniform say so like the gremlin game i laid out all white so he liked it Um, uh, he liked the white socks and the helmet and all that kind of stuff, and that's what we went with. So that's typically how it goes. And if he mm-hmm. sees something he wants to change, he'll tell him right then, hey, dog, I don't like that. I want to change the socks. I want to change – I want a different helmet. I want a different dress He'll say it then, but usually he doesn't really do that. I I can see kind of, like, trusting me to, like, decide and, and, and keep it that way,
0: so – that's usually, yeah. Wow! So, so you decide? Basically, you, you decide <laughs> so <laughs> I, long-winded answer to say, just say, I, hey, I, I picked it's the uniform. Um, and I tell coach, it's, me, it's what me, it is. You know,
1: yeah, if, so, if you the man, just say it, man
0: so man you uh, listeners so you, you heard it here first this is who decides the uniform so all complaints all you know requests <laughs> you can call him at 601 <laughs> yes. we're gonna give him his, his twitter handle is uh
3: nah, I'm just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool process i even like to uh see sometimes i ask the players like what do y'all want to like like just see what their mind is and what they like and what they think about the uniform you know i, I may not go with that i may go with it you know it just depends um you don't. Um, you, you, you go with you what you well, want. I, to I, 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 I like to the hear what they want to say. I, I like to hear that. I mean, they got to wear it, and they the ones got to look good in it. You know, I want them to be comfortable, right. as, as comfortable as possible, so they can go out there and get their best game every game. So, you know, yeah. I, I like to look out <laughs>
2: So 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 what you're saying is is that if a, if one of the fans got a suggestion to just hit you up and say hey try this right ah,
3: here I ain't saying that no
2: no no I know I know
3: man
0: you no you've been doing a good up job up man that can of yeah. worms I'm nah, you know.
2: but but man I think it's I think I think it's cool kind of from what Corey's question is, man, you know kind of transitioning out of Nike to Under Armour Man, I think this is the first time I've seen Jackson State uniforms you know this awesome in a long time i mean like multiple decades man so it's pretty fun to see um you guys put the different combos uh incorporate the red go bold with the red oh man it's been it's been great so yeah i'm pretty excited to see man what you guys come up with next oh yeah i'm excited
3: about the rest of the season and uh even coming in fall because right now it's just kind of like a trial and error type Well, i call it that i'm sure coach prime he wouldn't like me saying that but uh I call it trial and error just to see what everything is and how everything is. And it's been cool, man. And we even have like a lot more Under Armour stuff than we had at Nike. So it's it's been a, it's a good experience. Mm-hmm. It's been a very good experience.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw everything kind of coming in by the boatloads at one point. It was it was almost like it seemed like it was overwhelming for you guys. So how how did you guys handle that when you had all this Nike stuff sitting over here and now <laughs> Under Armour's coming in by the truckloads?
3: Ooh, man, that was a crazy time, I say that. That's, that's what I can say. Uh, we basically had to get everything, Nike, out of there and put it over in like these little cages we have uh, for football and just make room for it, man, and organize it and just keep everything in place, you know, because we brought a lot of like stru- – it, it wasn't like a lot of structure and a lot of uh, order in there, so – what we did was we came in and we cleaned out everything up, uh, got, got out everything that didn't need to be there and just made room for all the unarmed stuff and just kind of got it organized and, and whatnot, you know, me and my team. So a lot of credit to them too. You know, they work.
0: Oh, cool, cool. All right. And, you know, uh Quez, there's been a lot of chatter amongst the fan base surrounding that red. You know, we've definitely seen mm. a lot of it so far this season. All red in the season opener versus Edward Waters, which was, of course, to honor Coach W.C. Gordon. I don't think uh, all the fans realized that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, of course, the red trousers versus Bama State. A lot of people voicing their opinions on that. And, you know, you know, Jack State fans are hard to please (laughs) and are rarely (laughs) ever satisfied. (laughs) Uh, But it it seems like Coach Reed, I mean, Coach Reed, Coach Prime, Coach Reed too, actually. Coach Reed and Coach Prime are really feeling the red. Mm -hmm. So is that is that something that uh, you would say that he's just really pushing more red or you know how, what's what's kind of the not, the dynamic behind the mindset to go with? A well, Coach
3: Prime likes the red and he likes that it's an added color and give us more variety. But I, I don't, but he's not like necessarily pushing it, you know, as far as like me and our main color and anything like that. Our main colors are still blue and white now. It's gonna always be blue and white. But his thing is he likes the variety and, and and you get more variety with with the added red in there, like the full red uniform, like how you see the uniforms now versus just blue uniform mm-hmm. and a white uniform, like you can only get so much out of it. But adding the red, you know, it's it kind of gives us a more variety, a bigger variety of things and stuff like that. So I think he he just likes to use that and just add more color and variety and stuff like that, you know. Hey quiz, uh real quick, uh you, do you see these
2: uh we have three uniforms, the um uh, the red, white and the blue, uh blue, white and then the red. Let me say it that way. Put the red and it's white right. Right, perspective. So do you see this these uniforms being more of a base that we can build on? Uh, or do you think that this is more of a kind of a we're gonna get a little bit of different flavor, uh different seasons? Like what do you can is that something you can speak to right now? Maybe you guys have had a conversation about, or do you see this kind of being the base? It's gonna be in place for a while and we're just gonna build on and
3: expand. Um uh, I'll just say there's a lot more coming, is all I can say.
1: All right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like yeah. that. And w I w I, 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 I like wanna
3: interject there and add one more
1: thing, uh, about the red uniforms. Um, you know, JSU fans, I, I know we have some that are pretty upset about it, but what we have what we have to remember is that at Jackson State, we do our own thing. You know, we do we do it our way. We we control the culture. So it's not just red, it's W C red. When we wear yeah. it, it's W C mm. red. It's,
3: it's golden red. So red. red. That's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. yeah hmm Gordon Red, exactly. Uh, so all right.
3: Definitely. Yeah, carry on. on. Yeah, <laughs> the fans have, they they gotta they gotta, they gotta <laughs> I like that Gordon red. Used that red man. So
2: from now on it's Gordon Red. We're not gonna say just red
1: exactly. Gordon exactly. Red. So that way they'll feel yeah. a little better. S- send it to Crayola or whoever they- Add
3: Gordon Red to it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the fans, they, they'll be all right. They'll get over it after a while. You know, it is what it is. You can't put mm. uh, my, my thing is more more so it's about the players and the fans. You know, the players love the red. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah, oh, they, they love it. it. The recruits, the recruits everybody yeah. love it. So, that's my thing about it. If the players and the recruits love it, hey, I'm all for it. You know, because that's who it's about. It. Absolutely. That's who has to wear it, you know, not us. Absolutely. So, true, true. All right.
2: I did want to say one thing about the uniforms, man. In regards to the Gordon Red, I, I just kind of say one quick thing: it's good to see the red JSU block oh, back. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, that was a nostalgic uh, move for me. I mean, that's that's kind of what we most of us mm-hmm. grew up seeing. Yeah. But kudos to you guys and hats yeah, off, that's, man. That's uh, one thing that. I don't
3: think but, Coach Prime necessarily knew about, like the red block. So I kind of got him to bring that back, and you know, he was like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're you are,
1: you're you the really man. are the man. We, we, we talking to the man. This the man behind the man right here. <laughs> I
3: showed him the, uh, the old uh, blue helmet with the red face mask and the block and stuff. And he like, man, mm-hmm. uh, it was a little too late to get the, uh, the face mask. Too, but
2: he, he was with the block. So, yeah. so so what I'm hearing is, is that the face mask
3: is, is coming. Nah, uh, nah, nah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, there's more things that are coming I, that you guys will love. So. Right. right, and you know, one of, for me, one of the best things about this season and the arrival of Coach Prime has been the, all the behind-the-scenes access and the footage that we get to see on social media from those camera crews at practice, on game day, in the locker room, on the sideline. So what's that like, quiz? Are, are the cameras always around? Are they always rolling? Yeah. Are you guys kind of well, used yeah, to it? Well, yeah,
3: we. I've gotten used to it. Now. At first, it was kind of like, man, all these cameras. I, I, I don't like all this. You know, it's, it's too much <laughs> going on. I don't want these cameras in my face. But now it's more so like I don't really even pay attention to them. It is what it is. And I don't think you guys really see enough of, like, us mm. and, like, what we do and how much fun we have. Like, it's a lot of work man. It's a lot of work. It's, it, it requires a lot. Coach Prime requires a lot of work from you, a lot of work ethic and things like that from mm-hmm. you. You know, it's, it's, especially since he likes to have fun, you know, he wants everybody to work hard, especially, you know, being where he's trying to take us. So it's a lot that goes into it. And I don't think you guys just see enough of, like, the work the guys put in and how they have fun and how much of a family we've all actually become, from the equipment to the strength to the trainers to the coaches, like just everybody, like, working together as one. It's, it's pretty amazing. So I kind of mm-hmm. wait for you guys to see, you know, the final product product of the documentary and how it turns out. So.
2: Speaking of the documentary, though, is there is there a time frame as to when you may think that may be uh, available to the public? I think that's going to be uh, pretty amazing to see.
3: I'm not necessarily sure of, like, when, but it's definitely going to be put out, and it's definitely going to be amazing. I, a lot of people are going to watch it and see it, so they're going to get a behind-the-scenes on, like, pretty much everything. Uh, it's going to be cool. It's be fun.
2: Can't wait. Got to get your autograph.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Quiz, one of the things that the cameras caught uh, is a couple weeks ago. Uh, I saw players doing their schoolwork before practice. They were like on the sideline, I guess, getting caught up. So, man, I mean, what was that about? Is it that you, you have to have a certain grade, or you have to make sure you're up to speed on your work before you can practice? Oh, of course. I, I oh, of, seen course that of course. Before. Like
3: all, like we're in school to be in school to graduate and to get mm-hmm. out of here. So that's mm-hmm. Coach Prime's main thing. Like you have to pass. You have to do your schoolwork. You have to do all that before you can do anything. If you want for school, you want to be here. So you got to get that done. And then if you got like below average grades, you can't play, you know? So yeah, Who
0: mm-hmm. work is all is most important for everybody. Wow. So how many cameramen would you say are there on any given day, including the videographers and the photographers? Because I see various social media accounts, especially with the photographers. So right.
3: what's that ratio? Uh, I would say like, there's really, like, one camera, one or two cameras. It's not a lot. And then as far as, like, social mm-hmm. media, that's by someone different. That's by a different a different group of people. Uh, we have people to work uh, on okay. social media. We have people to work uh We have a different group to do the documentary. And then, you know, Prime has his social media group, too. So it's mm-hmm. it's various groups that work all these different things. But they work together as one and, you know, produce all the great videos and stuff you all see, which I think are pretty dope.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely dope. They, they travel with you guys uh on, to the road, mm-hmm. to the away game, yeah they the do. bus? Or, they, no, like, actually, no. They have
3: cool. their uh, own transportation as far as, like, mm-hmm. uh, the documentary people. But everyone mm-hmm. else is, like, our, our students, so they travel with the game. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: All right.
1: Okay, so now, now I see why there's that need for that Coach Prime has, has the, the players engaged in. I've seen it on social media from time to time where they were doing uh, media training and, and, like, how to work on camera presence and articulating themselves in front of a camera. I thought that was pretty cool, but with the amount of tension that they're getting, I can see why they're so necessary and so needed.
3: Yeah, yeah. He wants them to have, like, a certain vision and mindset for themselves as far as, like, where they're trying to go. Because, you know, he's been to pretty much every place there is, so he's trying to get everyone to understand and see, like, this is what you have to do to get there and to present yourself a certain way and to be successful and to have people look at you how they look at them and to be who you are. You know, he don't want people just getting out, just talking and saying any kind of, any kind of thing, doing anything, any kind of way, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, he's has oh, been that's big great. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All
0: right, and also, you know, that behind-the-scenes access has really shown us what seems like a true camaraderie among the players. I think uh, the, the the dynamic between the players from the previous regime and the newcomers under Coach Prime, I, I think uh, they're really gelling, from what I see. Uh, you know, looks like a brotherhood, especially the, the that secondary, that defensive back units, they're you know, really always together, always post sharing each other's uh, posts, and just again forming a brotherhood. So, I just talk about that. Uh, I guess the relationship between the, the previous team, what the previous guys from the previous years and the newcomers, and how they've just bonded so quickly and formed a relationship. Uh, I'll
3: say it's been like this since day one, man. Uh, the old team got all, all guys came back and they were excited to play, then new guys came in and. They met all the older guys, and they just been bonding since day one, just building those relationships and, you know, getting to know each other and just become the team, you know. So it's been pretty cool watching that and watching them, like, gel and just become, like, brothers and stuff like that. You know, they look out for each other. They help each other, uh, talk to each other, teach each other, and, you know, whatever each other needs, they look out for each other and stuff like that. So it's been pretty amazing watching that, you know, so –
2: one of the things I would say is that um, you know we 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 got out of the gates pretty fast, and um, we we got we 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 winning. And the question I would have is kind of how have you seen things kind of evolve from training camp up into seeing the things that Coach Prime was preaching come to light and 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 it, transforming into winning. Uh, kind of how how the players responding to that? How how they feeling right now? Uh how, How's the team? If you can give us kind of a a uh, top-line view of the uh, temperature of the team right now. What are you doing?
3: Uh, I say they have come a very long way. They've matured a lot, you know, as a team, as players, as people. You know, they've seen how things have been the last few years when they were there versus now, and they see, like, the big difference and how the change has really helped them a lot, you know, just grow and mature and just become better players and men, you know what I'm saying? So, it's been it's been cool to watch that. So, I think, you know, overall, you know, they're just pretty much coming into who they truly believe themselves to be because I think that's what Coach Farmer brought out of them, you know. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in who you are. You got to believe in everything that you do, and you got to give it 200% every time. Don't half tell it. Don't be out here bull and, we say bull-junk, all that kind of stuff he say, you know, don't. Just, mm-hmm. just be who you are, be yourself, give 110%, be confident in the gifts God gave you and just go out there and perform. And so I think, you know, a lot of guys didn't have that mindset beforehand, but now they're starting to, like, get it and commit to that mindset and see what Coach Ryan's talking about and, you know, just accept it and just go out there and perform and do what they got to do. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great and much has been made about all the transfers that, that, you know, Coach Prime and staff have brought in, especially the Power Five guys. What what has their transition to the SWAC and Jackson State been like from your viewpoint? And I've heard great things about how they're uh, adjusting and they're really loving it. I'm hearing that they're really embracing this and the fans are really embracing them in return. Uh, but I know there are some differences when when, you know, coming to the swag from what they may be accustomed to so how have they acclimated themselves acclimated themselves sorry and what has that transition uh
3: i think it's been a good transition i think they kind of see and understand like disparity between um hbcus and like where they came from because i'll say like a few of the guys like the ones that came from mizzou they were saying how mizzou gave them so much stuff and how mizzou had all this and that and you know, have all kind of extra stuff to get them and they can just do whatever. And here it's different. Cause you know, we don't necessarily have like the resources that they have and money that they have, which is fine. Cause one day we will, I'm pretty sure. I can be confident in that, but you know, they see how, you know, different it is. And they understand the difference in like how harder it is to work at HBCU compared to those other places. So they understand it and they know it and they see it and they kind of like, Oh wow. Okay. Like I get it now. You know, this is, a big thing this is huge you know so you know we're changing the game here we're doing something different and special you know so i think they acclimated
0: pretty well i think they acclimated pretty well. I think that's huge especially as we continue to to grow and get the uh recognition and mo- most importantly the resources uh these guys can kind of look at themselves as the ones who who really set mm-hmm. the trend or, or started what's going to become in the future of hbcus hopefully returning uh, to the glory days in terms of the recruits and things like that. So I think, you know, being a part of this grind right now, I think they'll be able to reflect back on it years later and say, you know what, mm-hmm. you know, back in 2020, 2021, when, when I made that decision, when we made that decision uh, to attend the HBCU, it has led us to where we, you know, ultimately will be. In yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree I with
1: too. that. Uh, you know, there's one thing uh, you mentioned there, you know, you said when the guys came from the other schools, they said, well, they gave us all these um, supplies and materials. Well, over time, you know, that, that deteriorates and it goes in the garbage can and, and you forget about it. But what you remember is your experience that you had there and mm-hmm. how people treated you. Right. That's what you're going to remember the most. So the one thing that they're going to when they look back at their time at GSU, they're going to realize how 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 family oriented we were and how how we treated them. And and they're going to see a reflection of themselves when they look at the the, the president, when they look at the deans when they look at their their uh their professors you the student body you see a reflection of yourself now that's what sticks with you um uh, when you're when you're in your 60s and your 70s you know the fact that somebody gave you you know 10 sneakers and, and 10 t shirts mm-hmm. uh, you, you'll forget all about that right. but that experience is, is what we have well, that, that's what we that's what we bring to the table that, oh, that's, yeah, that, that's that's our sir. resource, that's right resource.
3: Is, is the best way and that's what i try to do when the guys come in so um I try to just treat them like they're humans, like they're people, like they belong, like they matter, and like they're somebody. So you know, they take to that more so than they do you just giving them whatever. You know, because I'm not gonna, I won't give them nothing, and they still, gonna, you know, love and appreciate me just for who I am and always taking care of them as guys and as human and as people. So
2: I think too, uh, one thing I want to add real quick is anytime you're starting something, you're starting a new wave or a new trend. I think it's pretty amazing. You know the first the first group is always the group that get the least because they're more of the pioneers it
0: <laughs> so, the most. Uh, man
2: and it, it, I yeah. just think when we look back, Mike you just said something that was so key, man, when we look back on 2020, this this we're going these guys are going to be able to bookmark this time and time stamp it and say, man, I was a part of that wave that changed I think it's going to change the college football landscape from from here on out, especially in in relation to HBCUs and even the sWAC uh, for that matter. So, um, it's, this is, this is good stuff, man. I mean, I'm I'm happy that it started at 1400 yeah, yeah. <laughs> J.R. Lynch, you know, with Jackson state. And, um, yeah. but man, you know, like, like, like Mike just said, when you get plentiful, you take it yeah. for granted, but when it's your thing and when it's your culture, when it's your opportunity to really make an impact and change a, 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 a wave and, Cause everything's HBCU. That's like cliche now, yeah. you know, you, you're hearing HBCU this HBCU that, but uh, we know where it's starting at. And it's, it's pretty cool to kind of see it begin. And we know that the tr- it's trending up man. so good mm-hmm. stuff, oh, this yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. Sure. True that, true that. I am here with Mike B. Ken Clark and the plug quiz. <laughs> back after this. <laughs> I am Haley Coleman, a junior mass communications major here at Jackson State University. And attending an HBCU was important to me because I'm the oldest child. So when it was time for me to branch out and be on my own, I really thought, where can I go that I could create a legacy? And when I think of legacy, I think of HBCU. When you just think about the people that have graduated from here, the rich history of these institutions, the impact that they have left not only on black culture, but pop culture in general, I knew that I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I'm here at Jackson State making history. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club is presented by Trent Walker, counselor at law, located at 5255 Kill Street, Suite A in the capital city, Jackson, Mississippi. For criminal law, personal injury, family law or workers comp, call 601-321-9540, email Trent at TrentWalkerLaw.com. Visit TrentWalkerLaw.com or, of course, you can always click on the link in the show notes. All right. So, uh, quiz, you know, you were talking about earlier the, the temperature of the team. Uh, so talk about, I guess, that mood after this, uh, this upsetting loss heartbreaking loss to Alabama State uh what was it like in the locker room and and since then you know at practice and kind of the chatter on the on the ride back
3: uh I would say it was mind-changing it kind of got their attention to you know help them understand like you know we're going to be dominant but we may not be able to win them all we may sometimes be in situations that are hostile so we just got to like settle down and we just got to like you know stay on our game and not worry about everything else going on and you know, all this other stuff. So I think it was like a learning lesson for them. I think it, you know, helped them see, you know, who they really really are and where they are and helped them just grow. You know, I, I think the guys took it as a learning lesson. I think the guys took it as, you know, something to build upon, something to grow from. And, you know, it was just an experience that they just... I mean, they were very disappointed in, in losing because, you know, nobody wants to lose, you know, especially, you know, for Coach Prime and stuff like that. They were disappointed about that as well, you know, letting him down and losing. But overall, I think they learned from it and they're ready to bounce back. And, you know, so, you know, JSU fans, you know, we got this, we going to do what we got to do. You know, we lost, but oh, well, it is what it is. Let's move forward on to the next game. So, you know, that's where they heads are now.
2: I think that loss, uh, I, I I think I learned something from that loss, too, because I took away from it saying, well, maybe we needed it or, you know, um, you know how you try to find the silver lining. Well, Coach Prime, it, it, he shared his mindset on it. And, but at the same time, we, we have a young team that's learning how to win. Um that game was so winnable. I thought we had it, and it was it was, was gut-wrenching, oh, yeah. man, to see us lose. I'm not going to get into the specifics as to why, because yeah. we
3: all know. Yeah. It was, but
2: uh, man. appreciate you sharing oh, yeah, that, so, too. Man. So. And the
3: guys are still – you know, they they aren't used to a winning culture, so they're still trying to get used to that, especially the older guys. That's, that's what I'm talking about mainly, because a lot of the newer guys like, – I think it was only like a handful mm-hmm. of them that played. So we're pretty much playing with like the old team, basically, uh, and just a few new guys. So they're still trying to get into that, you know – we're winning and their winning mindset and, you know, just believing in themselves and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So talk about uh, those practices. Uh, well, I want to know some guys who are standing out in practice. We know the, the names on, on game day. We know Jalen Jones. We know Dalen Baldwin, guys like that. Corey Reed, of course, Warren Newman. And, you know, the list goes on. I could name Hampton and Miller. Uh, but But the guys who the fans may not uh, be aware of yet that's kind of standing out in practice. Maybe they haven't gotten their shot in the game yet or maybe they're even mm-hmm. ineligible. But we'll just throw a name out there to be on the lookout Oh, uh, I'll
3: say uh, Niles Gaddy, um uh, uh, let me. Who else? A few running backs, I he's pretty I'm, I'm sure everybody knows him. He's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um let me see. Mm-hmm. And we got a few wide receivers, uh Brandon Sanders, Chad Turner. He's another. He's another. Hmm. I wouldn't say he's like Warren Newman, but he's they about the same height, and he kind of he 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 can move a little bit. He can, he can get it. Uh, David Stud still. Let me see who else. Yeah, it's, it's it's a bunch of guys, man. Okay, a lot of guys oh, look good in practice. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, I'm ready
1: <laughs> exactly. for the yeah, fall. That's what y'all hey, gonna that's really that's see it. the whole team then.
3: So it's it's gonna be exciting. That's what I'm ready for fall. Oh yeah.
0: How good can this team be in the fall, man? I, I know we're jumping ahead. We still we still have a SWAC championship to win in the spring. But right. everybody's waiting on this fall. How, how good, just based on uh, what we have sitting out and, you know, obviously even some guys in, in high school right now who will be joining the team over the summer and, and some of them uh, look to contribute. So just your, your pro, uh, projection, your forecast, we won't hold you to this. It's not like I'm going to remember <laughs> this uh, eight months from now and pull up an the audio it. of I... you telling us what to expect. <laughs> like I wouldn't do anything like that. Man, but, just you might know, well, yes,
1: it,
3: it's going to be a show. Is that going to be a, show. To be a, a good show? People are going to want to see it. Um, it's going to be an amazing product. Um, I can't wait for y'all to just just uh, I'm I'm, a little, I'm getting a little excited thinking about it, you know. Excited. So. Yeah, it's gonna be a show. It's going if there's gonna yeah. be a show. So yeah, I'll mm-hmm. stay. See, if you're getting excited like
2: yeah. that, Mark you, you, that means you seeing something that you ain't telling us, man. You, you can't man, tell I can't, it I can't, all. Man, you I, I hear <laughs> it though.
0: Yeah. I see you he, he, He's catching himself. He's about to let it slip and then he'll remember. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. A <laughs> this. Let again. me keep yeah. it cool. yeah. Exactly. All right, man. We we don't want to get yeah. you in trouble. Let's let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. I want to get the man intro. We don't get the plug in the intro. We need the plug. We rely on the plug. So it needs yeah. to have a good standing yeah. world prime. <laughs> well, How about me, this one though?
2: Real, real quick before you go, <laughs> okay, ahead. go ahead. I did have a quick question regarding like depth, depth in the trenches. I know we, we don't have a lot, we have a lot of guys that may be on campus as fall eligible, but not spring eligible. Do you see um as we go into try to compete, as Corey said. Win this spring swag championship. Can you see our trench depth becoming an issue? I mean, D line, offensive line, like injuries, uh, attrition. We know that's always a, a deal. But kind of where 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 are we at? Would you say uh, from a depth standpoint um, to finish this spring? Season? I
3: would say um, a lot of our linemen, especially on offense, uh, offensive linemen, are pretty banged up. So um, a lot of them are sitting out right now not being able to play, so um, uh, I I honestly think um, we can win out. You know, that's just my thoughts and over the whole thing, but the guys just got to, you know, get in there and understand that they can do it, you know what I'm saying? Because we're playing with, like, a lot of backups and stuff, even people having to switch positions to play online. So, you know, we, we it's, it's it's a tough time for them right now, but I think they can still do it. I think they can still get it, you know, so – Okay,
1: so we're going to write that down. That's what, what I think, man. Write that down. That's yeah, here. what I think. Take yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, it Yeah, you It
0: starts with like a thought. They just you know, got no
3: understanding for themselves, too. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I wanted to ask is, uh, do you see any guys specifically just kind of stepping up from a leadership standpoint? Is anyone kind of taking that, taking on that role to be, uh, I, I guess, a leadership? All leader. of them. So, All of them been uh, stepping right? up. Uh, mm-hmm. Coach Prime, he looks at it as – All of you are leaders, so
3: all of you need to step up. You know, look out for your brother. If somebody's wrong, give them. If they're right, you know, congratulate them, stuff like that. So everybody's a leader. Everybody's been stepping up. A lot of people just been, you know, being a man. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. That's good. And obviously, you know, we're starting to have more and more games on national TV, starting with uh, ESPN3, then ESPN2, and now ESPN. So what has that excitement yeah. been like for the players as they find out that their games are going to be uh, televised for the, the whole country, the world? Man, they
3: love it. They love it. But they don't try to think about it too much because they don't want to get, you know, overhyped for the games and stuff. They, they want to stay focused. But they love it. You know, their families get a chance to watch, especially people – Cause I know, uh, like we have, like Dalen done. His family's in California, and we have people with families from all across the world and stuff like that. So their families get to watch. They can't come mm-hmm. to the game, so they're excited about that. You know, people get to see them on TV, and they actually get to be on TV on ESPN. So it's it's pretty exciting for them, you know. And I love it for them. So get all that mm-hmm. exposure. Okay. Yeah. Do you think
2: um, that's gonna transition into the fall? I know that that you know ESPN hasn't released any of their um you know, false. But do you, do you see, we've been flexed in uh, with the, in the spring. I, I hope that it goes into the fall because this has been pretty amazing to see all of our games on ESPN. Yeah. I know that's going to bolster recruiting. Uh, is the, is that something that you got, maybe have had the uh, pleasure of talking to Coach Prime about, possibly seeing maybe even a TV deal uh, for the SWAC itself, but how, 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 how does everyone feel about the fall games possibly being uh, flexed into ESPN's schedule, just like the spring has.
3: So uh, I know we'll have some games on TV. Uh, I can't say which ones, but we will have a few of them on TV, and um, the guys are excited about that as well. I feel like if we keep getting the viewership and the attention that we've been getting, and just keep doing right, it's, it, it, it'll, it'll come fast. It, it will definitely be on TV more often. So that'd be Looking good. Forward cool. Looking forward to it. Good
0: stuff. Also, uh, you know, I definitely want to touch on this. We've been played by this pandemic uh, over a year now, and I know it, it caused. It's causing well, at least one school. I think I heard they they just opted out because of they're not even playing the spring. A couple of schools uh, they decided to move forward, but you know had to shut down. The games have been canceled, and I know uh, Jackson State football has had to uh, kind of close down practice. In the past as well so how, how are you guys navigating that do you feel as though you've gotten a pretty good handle on it is there daily testing is there you know just constant talk about how to stay safe from the coaches or medical experts stuff like um
3: that? i think we've handled it pretty well um we got hit pretty hard at the beginning which kind of helps us out you know in the long run because you know mm-hmm. once you get it you can't have it for like i think six months or so so um for all the guys that did have it um they can't get it again um we've been staying pretty safe. We stay together. You know, we don't really go uh, out around other people. So, everyone that's with football stays with football and we have to get tested once or twice a week. Um, If you don't get tested, you can't play or you can't practice or you can't come. Um, Mm. So, I think we've been navigating it pretty well. I know I go around, me and my team, we go around and spread the locker room. We have like this some kind of disinfectant or something that was given to us and we have to go around and spray everything out of the the locker room and Wherever the players go, so we we stay pretty safe. It's it's, it's yeah.
2: You are a very important person, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, man. Oh my, goodness. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. not
2: yeah. just equipment, but he's spraying, he's spraying the locker room to make sure that the the, the program is. is yeah. So, I appreciate it. He's
1: healthy, yeah. I oh, really yeah.
2: do. I really yeah. do, yeah.
3: as I know yeah. everyone else. Oh yeah, you and your team. I'm sorry. Yes sir, yes sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so exactly. we got to make sure the players always good, man. Because I want to be successful in, it, in every way possible. So I do what I can. I love what I do, and it's always fun. It's always a good time. You know, I never feel like I'm actually working, even though I do a lot of work. I never feel like I'm actually right. working. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's, that's good. It's the
0: American American oh, yeah. dream, man. To go to work and not feel like work. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. I, I, before I let you go, man, I I, I want to hear some fun stories, man, about Coach Prime, I know the the uh, the cameras are always rolling, but we don't get to see everything. So, f- fun stories about Coach Prime or the staff, you know, t- especially the staff. Tell us who's the serious guy, who's the funny guy, who's the the yeah. cool coach, who's loud <laughs> in practice, who's the motivator besides Prime. Just give us uh, something. It's crazy
3: because uh, you it's names. crazy because none of them are uh, quiet. All of them are cool. All of them are fun. All of them are funny. They all joke. They had laugh. They have fun, even with us. Um, they crack jokes on each other. They crack jokes on the players. So. There's no necessarily one coach that just stands out. You know, all of them have fun. All of them have good. You know, they serious at practice. Mm-hmm. Now they might crack a joke every now and then, but at practice they they be pretty serious. But outside of practice, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's it's fun. It's always fun with all of them. There's no one coach that's just a stickler or always mad, always angry, always upset. You know, doesn't smile like all the coaches. All of them have fun. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Good. good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, th- that's one thing I did notice that all the coaches, when you talk to them individually, they they all have these big personalities, and and you you can see their ability to to motivate guys and teach guys. In the past, we've had some coaches, not necessarily the head coaches, but assistant coaches, where you know they're just like, yeah, no, uh huh, you know, yeah, you know, they they don't have that personality that that's needed to to motivate young men. So it's good to see that with all these coaches. and, oh, yeah. and oh, their yeah. big personality. Yeah. Coach and, Brown that's, he put together a good staff.
3: Tennessee. He made sure he got people that were actually. <laughs> you know, knowledgeable of the game and they that were that was gonna teach the players, you know, the game and and not just teach them, make sure they get it, understand it, and go out there and execute it. You know, so he he did a pretty good job with that. And then just teaching them how to be men as well. So
2: I think uh two, one thing I wanted to kind of throw in there was uh as um we have we we have a coaching staff as he's as Coach Prime always says with over 80 years of professional experience playing and coaching. How you know it's, it's, it's good to see and, and also hear what you just said about them because they are in an HBCU culture, in an HBCU campus, in an HBCU environment. So um, it is important to have some good rapport already built. Uh, but I guess my question would be, how are they loving, you know, being on the Jackson State campus? Because I know it's a little different than, you know, maybe being in an NFL uh, facility or at a, at a Power 5 university. Um, how do you think they've adjusted I think I know the answer to it, but kind of want to hear that before we uh. Get uh out. So I
3: think the uh, coaches have have adjusted pretty well. You know, some of them say they came from worse places. Some of them say they came from better places. But overall, I think they love it and they are starting to understand and see, you know, how the swag state is, especially how hated Jack State is, especially now with you know, is out here. Coach, you know, they're starting <laughs> to understand. Like now, we really have a target on our back. Like I don't think they've ever really been. Targets as much as they have been now, you know what I'm saying? People are already right. hate um, yeah. him, being there, made
0: so they are so they understand that the, the hate that there is, I call it jealousy, but the hate oh, it's, that there is, oh, Jackson, it's, yeah, it's jealousy. That
3: but yeah, they starting to understand that and they starting to see because you know, we were at the Alabama State game, you know, a lot of the players that they start talking nose to our guys, you know, and just saying all kind of crazy stuff, and the coaches just stood there and looked at them, you know, they mm-hmm. want to see how our players were gonna mm-hmm. respond. They wanted to see, you know, how far the Alabama State players will go. They didn't say anything. They didn't say anything at all. So, mm-hmm. And so I think they're starting to see and understand, like, yeah, yeah, these, these guys are, are our targets now. So we got to make sure they know that they're always being watched. They're always being looked at. Mm-hmm. You know, can't be out there doing stupid stuff, and make mistakes. And, you know, if you do make mistakes, just get up and do better. You know, don't get, get into all that extra with the other team and stuff like that. So, yeah, they, they, they understand. So- so. And like you said from
2: the Alabama State game, man, it was a
3: lot of things said. Uh even we
2: there was even some comments said from the uh coach uh that we felt was uh kind of backtracked a little bit that uh, mm-hmm. we moonwalk, appreciate Yeah, Moonwalk. I, I, I wanted to say that before <laughs> you took the thought right out of my head, yeah. man. That's, we we saw uh, a a real live moonwalk going on uh Because <laughs> I, I don't see how I'll say this and I, I mean, you know, you know, he said it was a heckler, but I don't see how uh you can tell a heckler to go back and Take a Epsom salt bath and send your shoe back. But I appreciate it. And, and,
0: and, and a heckler from Jackson State to say you HBCU guys can't coach. You know, I, <laughs> you know I, I saw that and, and it didn't really make sense to me because
3: I'm like, why are you applying? You're a head coach. Why are you playing to fans at so all? Usually, head coaches don't necessarily apply to fans, right. especially in that way. So that didn't really make sense to yeah. me. So I thought it was towards the team and Coach Prime. You know, that's who they thought it was too.
1: So. It was. It was.
3: You no. Know, was. You yeah. can't put our coach. Yeah, up. yeah. yeah.
1: That, 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 that's that's I, yeah. that's I why he, he mean, more he walked out of so, you know, it. but it is
2: what it is. But we don't. Yeah, we're gonna say what yeah. Coach Prime said.
3: It was childish. It are We gonna leave it at that. Yeah. A bunch yeah. of childish yeah. stuff. It in it yeah.
1: I would I would expect yeah. a better excuse. They had a lot of childish stuff going on. We came,
3: that's what Coach Prime. They like the Coach Prime spoke on it. Which oh well, you know it is <laughs> what it is. We We're trying to do things with class and and decency decency and order. So. You know, if I do it like that. You know, other teams just, right. I guess, you know, just, we Jackson State. Don't nobody like us. So here's what it is. do.
0: That's, that's what it is. I mean, you said it. You know, and yeah. we, we're used to this. It's nothing new. It's just been magnified, amplified with Coach Prime. uh You know, we've seen the the hashtag the versus them. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. I saw one our post yeah. on on yeah. uh, social media that. Kind of compared us with those, uh, those polarizing franchises like the, you know, like the Lakers, Cowboys, the the, the Tom Brady Patriots, the Yankees. Yankees, yeah, Yankees, yeah. where right. you love us so or yeah. you hate it. So, Duke so Blue yeah, yeah. Yeah. Duke, Duke, right. yeah, Duke, so it is what it is. But it's D oh, I love, okay. and we're used oh, to right. we just we are we, gonna answer back on the oh, field though. That's the, how we're gonna answer. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, I want to go on record and just say we invite all the smoke, mm-hmm. all the smoke invited. We are used mm-hmm.
0: to it. that's right so just be ready to to receive it be ready to receive it that's all comes with the territory comes with the territory
1: yeah
0: uh but fellas hey this has been awesome you know way to uh obviously you know episode 150 uh way to represent for that episode i think this was some strong uh commentary uh Quiz, hey, took us a while to get you on the show, but now that we know what you have to offer, <laughs> you're going to have to block me, man, because I'll be reaching out. Right, busy, busy man. You know, we'll yeah, I, did, I, I do be pretty busy, but <laughs> I, I do thank y'all for
3: bringing me on the show. I love the show. I'm always listening to the show. It's good content. You guys are amazing at what you do, so I really appreciate y'all and, you know, for what y'all do for the fan base, for the school, for just everybody, so it's it's been cool. It's been amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time,
1: Thanks for joining us. Yeah.
0: No doubt, and uh, like you said, we know how busy you are. But if we can make this uh, somewhat regular in terms of your appearance, especially in the fall, uh, but but hopefully even in the spring, if oh, we sure. can coordinate schedules to get you on for even even oh, yeah. fifteen sure. minutes, just to kind of give us uh, an idea of pulse of the team, temperature of the team. Oh no, guys, doubt. So no doubt, no doubt.
3: Anytime y'all need me to get on, yeah,
0: I'm with it. Good, good stuff, man. All
3: right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Y'all be All safe right. out here. D.I. love, baby. Safe. Thank you, brother. Right. You too, man. D.I.
0: love. D.I. I love. And special thanks to our sponsor, Trent Walker, Counselor at Law, located in Jackson, Mississippi at 5255 Kill Street, Suite A. Again, that's for criminal law, personal injury, family law, or workers' compensation. Be sure to reach out at 601-321-9540. And also email Trent at TrentWalkerLaw.com or visit TrentWalkerLaw.com. You can find that link in the show notes and that'll do it for this episode episode 150 of tiger talk with the 1400 club thank you to all of our listeners and again be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast apple podcast users rate and review the show and everyone follow tiger talk with the 1400 club on facebook and tiger talk 1400 on instagram and twitter i can't stress the importance of this enough We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers! Hashtag, I Believe. Hashtag The I Love